What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. We're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Michelle, how can the listeners support the podcast? Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star rating with a comment will help us out so much and help us to continue to spread positive news throughout the world. We also have a Patreon where you can get an extra positive news episode and have the opportunity to help with our community drives. Check us out on Facebook, at The Positive Truth, to view these news stories and more. JP, what's up? We have six really good positive news stories for today. Yes, we do. I want you to start because I want you to tell the piano story. The piano story? Okay, cool. So the first story has to do with piano. It has to do with a 22-year-old. His name is John Capron. He was in an antique store in Massachusetts, and he was just kind of looking around with his girlfriend one day, and he saw a $200 Whitney piano just in the back, and he had asked a sales associate if he could play around with it, and they let him. So he was playing the piano, um, and he was really skilled. He played Don't Stop Believing on the piano, and he just... From there, I guess they got like in awe because like a lot of customers gathered around him and then like the sales associate um, actually recorded him and uploaded the video to Facebook, which then it went viral because everyone was like, wow, this guy is so good at the piano. Um, Well then, the owner of the antique store actually, he found out his name is Mark waters and he offered to give him the $200 Whitney piano but he changed his mind and actually he wanted to give him a $3,000 Steinway piano I believe yes Steinway and Sons piano that they had in the back of the store so the piano that they wanted to give him was like maybe as long as that table like from this end to that end I want to say that's eight feet eight feet huge piano Um, I think it's a really cool story. John, he's kind of looking for people or like where to take the piano to because he lives in an apartment. He just doesn't know how to get it in there. But he really likes the gesture they made for him just because they knew he was really good at the piano. So what I like about that story was he learned how to play when he was younger Mm -hmm. because he was going through a lot of hard times with his parents. Mm -hmm. And so one of the people, one of the teachers in his life was like, you should try playing piano. And he didn't know how to read music, so he just played it by ear. That's how he learned how to play the Journey song, Don't Stop Believing. And he's like, I don't know how to read music, I just listened to it, and I figured out Where did you read that article on? Because I got it on a different one, and I didn't mention that one. Um, It just talked about him. I already closed it, so I don't remember. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But that's an extra, because this article does not mention that. So, cool. And so, like, right now he's in school for... For architecture mm-hmm. while working at Domino's he doesn't have the money to afford because college is expensive in Super the United expensive. States yeah so he's working at Domino's while paying for the college education and now he has a piano he said it's his stress relief and I just love the story yeah so for my first positive news story we're based out of Oklahoma City and there is a school teacher here named Emma Shamirk and she has an unusual hobby. She collects secondhand books, but she doesn't do it to read them. What she does is she forges through thousands of discounted books at thrift shops, boutiques, hoping to uncover forgotten treasures nestled between tattered pages of used paperbacks. Mm-hmm. She's found plane tickets, 
recipes, dried flowers, business cards, newspaper clippings, recipes, coupons, cash. Cash. Yeah, wow. like tons of cash. And she said, I have a fascination with hold, with old things because it's just like you're holding a time capsule. Sometimes you get photographs or a poem. What happens is sometimes people pass away and they donate the books and they don't really go through them. And that's where a lot of people stash things in book pages. And she gives them back to the families for free and like, hey, this is yours. You should keep this. And oh, she does that nice. on her free time. She says, my little thing I do besides being a teacher to make the world a better place. That's so cool. Absolutely. And it's really time consuming. And yeah. I just think it's really awesome. Honestly, she probably likes the smell of old books. I know I do. Like, I like, I don't know. It just smells, it smells like it's alive, I guess. That is definitely the truth. I've yeah. never actually liked that smell. Really? But I'm glad you appreciate I it. I do. <laughs> so shout out to her. I like how she says, I'm a school teacher, but I need to do more in the community to help out. And that's a little thing Aww. I do. Like, you're <laughs> that's already, so much. Already. Like you're already a teacher. You're already doing more than most of us can ever for imagine. For real. What do you have for your next positive news story? So my next one is a little science-y. It's actually about Alzheimer's. So Alzheimer's, um, in case you guys don't know, it's a neurocognitive disorder. It degenerates your like brain cells. And there's two things that they have found that's um, prominent in people who have Alzheimer's, something called plaques and then something called tangles. Um, it's kind of like just amyloid protein built up in your brain. And that's what causes like, um, like all of the rest of the brain cells to die in that area. So they actually found, uh, scientists in Japan found that they can uh, use infrared lasers at a certain frequency and actually use that laser to um, basically like break apart the clumps and they have been able to find it. They're still, they haven't used it at all except in that experiment. But um, I think it's pretty cool just because I haven't heard of them using lasers for Alzheimer's. I've heard of like just natural remedies and like kind of slowing progression and not necessarily like stopping it. But this seems like it could be a really cool way of just like stopping it completely. Yeah, that is super awesome. Yeah. On science is very cool with the Positive Truth podcast. I have nothing to add to that other than if that works and a few other things we talk about have worked, maybe here in 20 years we can solve Alzheimer's problem. That's, yeah, that'd be really dope. Super dope. Understatement of the century. <laughs> Before we get to our last three positive news stories, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where we both talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guarantee you to make your day so much more positive. Michelle, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for water. It's really hot outside today. <laughs> and I had to work outside in the morning and I'm really tired. But water helped me out. <laughs> yeah, water will save you. Stay hydrated. Exactly. Everywhere. I was going to say something different, but I'm changing mine because your shirt is awesome. Oh, yeah? You like it? So, um, I was never really big. I, I guess I just don't watch as much TV as anyone. Mm -hmm. But over quarantine, I read and I watched One Punch Man. Oh, my gosh. And you know how it's still going. So yes, I it's feel still like, going. I feel like I'm involved. I... And so your shirt has that. And I was like, wait a minute. I recognize <laughs> that. That is dope. I've been waiting for 
the next season to come out because the last was a cliffhanger. But I also heard that they. You should read it. I know. I just. I am so bad at reading. Like, I've always been bad at it and I've never liked it. So, ah, uh, I like to watch things. Well, for everyone that likes to read, read One Punch Man. <laughs> it's, yeah. a good, it's, a good, it's a good manga. It's a really good manga. It's probably the. I've only seen four anime, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Yu Dragon Hakusho. Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and One Punch Man. And I never thought anything would top Yu Yu Hakusho. But right now, One Punch Man is topping it. Dang, you need to watch Hunter Hunter then. It's on Netflix. In time. Yeah, in time. In time. When, <laughs> and when I'll, you're probably, ready. I'll probably read it first, to be honest. When you're ready. So, for my next positive news story, I have. Um, I think it's positive. I just think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's about a man named Mr. Laser. Lagier, I apologize. He is from Tasmania. His first name I can't pronounce, but what he does is he herds cattle. He has 2,000 cows. 2,000 cows? 2,000 cows. And what he does is he looks after them, he sells them, and he has, wait for it, Michelle, 30 kids. 30 kids? What? (laughs) But here's the positive news story part. So what he does on his free time, whenever he's not taking care of his 30 children and his hurting his 2,000 cattle, <laughs> he likes to do mining ex- expositions. Have you never heard of Tanzanite? So there's special gemstones only found in Tasmania. It's the only place on earth they're found. And they might be completely gone in the next 20 years. So he's found three. The first one he found was 9.8 kilo, 9.2 kilos. Second one was 5.8 kilos. So essentially like 20 pounds and 12 pounds. They sold for, wait for it, basically $3 million. <laughs> Each? Each. And then he found another one that was 6.3 kilos, which is like 14 pounds that sold for $2 million. So he, now he went from like herding cattle with 30 kids and at first he was like, I'm going to throw a party for everyone. But then he thought about it and he was like, there's a lot of poor people in Tasmania. I want to use this money to give back to my community. And this is where the positive news kicks in. Uh-huh. I swear I'm getting there. <laughs> and he's going to build a new school and a new health facility for his community in the North Mon, Mon- Ranyar region. Sorry if I mispronounced that. He's going to take all that money and give back to the community. I think that's really awesome. It's like winning the lottery and putting your money back into the community. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And then, like, it's a school and a hospital. It's going to help everyone. Yeah. It's for gonna years. Help. Yeah, for generations, literally. So shout out to him. That's a <laughs> hell of a life. I can't believe he has 30 kids, though, like... So many. In the article, it just kind of threw that in. Yeah, he also has 30 kids. No big deal. (laughs) And they didn't give an exact number. It said, Mr. Lazier is a father of more than 30 children. More? So Uh, there could be 40, 50. Who knows? Dang. It just slipped that in in the middle of the article. And I was like, oh, okay. And then in the middle of the article again, it's like, he also had it takes care of 2,000 cows. I was like, oh, what? (laughs) His life seems interesting. So, yeah. What do you have, Michelle? So this last one I have is actually a, like, YouTube clip I found. 
It's about two best friends. I'm sorry if I mispronounced their names, but one is called Ayan and the other one is Mikkel, I believe. They're from East London and they're six years old. And what they have been doing is raising money for the Yemen crisis. Um, and they have been able to raise over 37,000 pounds. I believe that's like 48,000 US dollars, somewhere around there. But they're six years old. And what I really liked about the video is the parents were in it and they explained that they don't want to shelter their kids from what's going on around in the world because there's kids out there that, you know, they're suffering out in Yemen. And I really liked the perspective that they had. And the little boys seem so passionate. Like when they are talking about it, they're like, we need to help these people, you know. If we can, why, why, why don't we? And um, I think that's really awesome. And at the end of the video, actually, the dad said, kids feel it, feel sympathy more than adults. And if anyone can do it, or if they can do it, then anyone can do it. So I really liked the video. It was short, like two minutes, but it was really interesting. Just goes to show you all us adults need to have more empathy and sympathy. Definitely. You want to know what their lemonade stand is called? I'm trying to think of a pun, but I can't think of one. It's freaking smart, dude. They, uh, it's lemonade for Yemen aid. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, that's good. Good marketing. <laughs> that is an amazing positive news story. I also like that they're six years old and they're like, if there's a problem, why don't we do something? Yeah, exactly. Difference? We should all take that approach. Wisdom at six years old. I wish I had it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So my last one is, I think it's a positive news story, but I definitely, it's more of a com commiserate mm -hmm. positive news story. Whenever this podcast comes out yesterday, it's going to be the 75th anniversary of the atomic bomb dropping the first one, Fat Boy, on Japan in the Japanese city of Nagatashi. And I'm gonna, I, this positive news story is about a 13-year-old. He was 13 when it happened. His name is Tarumi Tankata. And he was sitting at home that morning, and he, there had been a lot of bomb raids happening in Japan from the U.S. Mm -hmm. Naval and Air Force Academies. So when he heard the massive boom, he was like, that doesn't sound like the air raids. So he just went down, he went downstairs and ducked and covered my ears, closed his eyes. And he says he lost consciousness, and he woke up, and he said he was somehow unharmed. As were his mother and his two sisters. And then after three days, they went outside and everything was gone. Mm -hmm. So he was one of the last survivors from the nuclear explosion. So he said, after that, I've been speaking for almost for over 50 years about nuclear disarmament, hoping that his experiences as a witness to one of the only two nuclear drums ever to be used in a conflict was served to end their potential, their potential use in the future. He's been speaking out for over 50 years, and he says, I don't want to be after all the atomic bomb survivors are gone. Mm -hmm. Everyone doesn't remember it, and they don't remember how horrific it is. I don't want that to ever happen to anyone else. Yeah. And I just think, really awesome he dedicated his life to that, and it's a reminder we all need since we yeah, haven't experienced honestly, it. Yeah, honestly, because some people, I've, I feel like sometimes history gets erased especially like when you let it just become erased. So people like him keeping that history alive and like making sure people remember and know, super awesome. Absolutely. Before we get out of here, do you have a dad joke? I do have a dad joke actually. How do you make holy water?
You poke holes in it? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you poke holes in it. That made no sense, it, JP. Kinda, cause holy, I guess, English is crazy, dude. There's so it, many words, same words. <sighs> that is the truest statement ever said on this podcast. English makes no sense at all. It doesn't, dude. It's so hard. Well, on that note, <laughs> we appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.